watching the turnaround at Tenant Healthcare. It's been absolutely remarkable, and Wall Street certainly has noticed. I mean, the stock's up 68% this year, up 127% year over year, but it was down a little bit uh, in trading on Tuesday. That's when Wall Street found out that the architect of the turnaround, Ron Rittenmeyer, is stepping down as CEO. So we thought, probably time to check back in. Ron Rittenmeyer joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks, David. Always a pleasure. That, you know, we were just talking on earnings day here just the other day. I had no clue. So, so tell me, tell me what the procedure is here. You're you're slowly moving out, or you just going to walk out and slam the door? No. Um, I, so the board and I have been talking about this. I brought it to the board maybe a month ago, ten, you know, whatever number of weeks, and uh, it really it's time that we start thinking about the next phase. And I think to do that properly. It's to, you know, change the role. I mean, I don't plan on being here for the next 10 years. Uh, you know, I hired uh, Dr. Stari or Sam Stari to be uh, the COO uh, a couple of years ago. He's done a great job. We promoted him to president. Then we put him on the board. Uh, he is clearly the right person to take the company over uh, moving forward. And in my view, uh, I think the sooner we do that and allow me to stay with him, for a period of time is the most effective way to do a transition. Right. Uh, I think when CEOs get changed, many times you see the guy, the new guy come in, the old guy leave. The downside of that is there's no context. There's no ability to understand the good, the bad, and et cetera. Um, you know, you spend whatever brief period of time together and then you're off and running. Uh, Sam and I work incredibly closely uh, for the last couple of years. And of course, then we had COVID on top of that. And if there's any way to get an MBA in healthcare, it was go through <laughs> healthcare, go through COVID. Yeah, and we, and we did it together. I mean, we were on the phone at seven in the morning on the phone at 10 o'clock at night, uh, well over a year. And of course we're back at it a little bit right now across the country. But, um, so the goal is that I will stay on as executive chairman of the company and executive chairman of the board. I am still, in, you know, this most senior officer of the company and responsible for the company. He will continue to report to me, and I will report to the rest of the board. Uh, but, uh, you know, the way we operate this is as a partnership. Right. And, um, you know, I think that I, I believe and expect that will continue. And I'll be here, you know, effectively through December of 2022. So not quite a year and a half, but close. And uh, during that period of time, we'll do some transit, you know, more transitional stuff, and we'll stay together and finish the transformation, hopefully, that we got started here and we're doing very well with um, and get through this bump in the road yeah. on COVID. And, and, and you are doing very well. And I, I, I will, will admit, and I think I've admitted to this before, four years ago when it was announced that you were coming in as CEO of Tenant Healthcare, I, my first reaction was, my God, they've called in the priest. I, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not quite that direct, but I mean, you've yeah. you've had a reputation of going into companies that were ailing, and and shoring them up, and then it seems like more often than not, and I think of you know EDS for example, uh, you know finding a good seller and getting them you know getting them sold at a good price, but not staying around and running a company. You've did you think that you would be here four years later? No, probably not. I think when I first, the board asked me and I said, fine, I thought I would be here maybe three to six months. And, you know, it's hard for me to believe uh, it'll be four years in another, you know, 30 days. 
but it's been a great ride. I mean, it's a great company. It's a great group of people. Uh, we built a hell of a team. And I think that's really what's important is the team. And, you know, for the most part, um, we've, we've added some incredibly great talent. We've moved people around. And I think the company is really clicking on all cylinders and doing very well. Oh, you've, you've, you've done a lot. You have sold things. You have bought things. I mean, this is, this is not the same company that it was four years ago. How did you, at what point did you realize it was worth saving? You know, pretty quickly, I would say. Uh, it just seemed to me that I'd, I'd been on the board, and I was a bit frustrated, with, as everybody was, I think, with where we were performance-wise. You know, there are times I think companies just need a change and need to get refocused on what their job is. You know, the first thing we needed to do was reassess our quality and ensure that every community understood that we were there and we were there to stay. Um, and... Uh, you know, we began on a whole new marketing program, uh, which we used as a community built on care. And we used that as the foundation. And that foundation then built into, you know, where are our locations? How do we do in those locations? How do we compete? Separate the ones that, you know, are, are potentially not going to work for us. Keep the ones and grow the ones that are really good for us. We had the ambulatory USPI business uh, clearly a great business that needed to be expanded, so we have rapidly done that. And it changes the financial mix of the company. It's really improved the stability. COVID hit. Uh, we became very focused on the quality of care, very focused on COVID safe. I mean, our infection rate, for example, in our hospitals in was probably, you know, 4 to 5%, maybe up to 6% at times, as compared to the national average, which was double digits. And um, all of those things got us forward with better people, better teams, everybody looking at the uh, the objective that mm. we are there to provide the best possible care uh, in the most efficient way. And, 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 in, how we run it. and in a trial by fire, I guess. But how do you make yeah, the, really how do you make the transition? We've talked for years, and and you know you were at Safety Cleaning, you were at EDS and Railtex and all. I mean. Frito-Lay, all these different, you know, all these different businesses. And healthcare seems like such a, a really unique beast. How do you make the transition? I think they're all unique, uh, but there are patterns. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I always look at it as try to get my head around what the business does, where are the leverage points, and then what's the leadership team look like and what does the team under them look like? How do you start building a succession? I mean, nothing happens quickly. But you have to uh, go after the key things, key leverage points, and then really begin to address the team you've got. Many of the team members are excellent. They just need the opportunity to be allowed to go do what they, they're capable of doing. They have to be able to make the push. They have to be able to see that there's a future. Um, and you have to give them confidence and inspire them. And then, you know, bring in people that are new, that – uh, aren't encumbered by some of the old ideas. And it's just a, it's a series of just patterns that I follow that have worked well. And again, I attribute it to having the right people and the right energy. And, you know, look, not one person, whether it's me or anybody else, successfully can turn around a company. I mean, I just can't. I'd like to pretend I could, but I can't. It's really the team that you build and how well they gel together. That is the most important job I have. 
Did you think that COVID, at, at one point, did you think COVID might undo all the work that you'd done over the prior, I guess, almost three years? Probably in the first two months. <laughs> I mean, you know, when it first hit us, it hit hard and kept coming. Uh, and there were moments where you just, you, you did have to think about, wow, what are we doing? Uh, but we kept everybody together. I mean, those moments you don't necessarily share. You know, that's what you internalize. And you just get your mindset that we're not going to lose this battle. And we didn't. And again, the team stood up and and stood shoulder to shoulder and did what they had to do. I mean, we had nurses that were willing to leave and go to other cities, even New York, where we don't have any business. But nurses that would go to other cities to work. We had doctors. We had our management teams that were... Uh, flexible and moving. We had purchasing people working 24 hours a day, uh, trying to get more PPP and PPE and and things like that. I mean, it it really became our mission to not fall behind on this. And I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to kid you. I mean, we had our moments, but fundamentally, we just kept going. And it is really important that your mindset is you can win, and that that's really what we had. So yeah. we're very proud of what our teams did across the country. And, and sometimes you get an opportunity to write the book, and I think that's what a lot of what was done Maybe. through this. Well, look, I, we, we're happy that we will continue to be able to check in with you for the next year or so, and we wish you the best. And I, and, and I guess that's another part of business is, is knowing when to leave or when to start leaving. Yeah, you know, it's a it's an interesting process. I, I just see it as evolutionary, not revolutionary. And, uh, you know, the company will evolve. Sam will evolve as the leader, which he is. He will take the reins and do what he needs to do, and I will be there to support him. And at some point, you know, we all should just quietly leave uh, stage right in a graceful way. Ron Redmeyer so. is the executive chairman and the CEO for now, Tenant Healthcare Corporation. <laughs> we appreciate the time as always, sir. Thank you, David. It's always a pleasure. Thanks. For more of our conversation with Mr. Rittmar, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.